thank you for coming on, dude. Yeah, no worries. I really, I really do appreciate it, man. And I see a couple of my friends have done uh, your thing. So it's like, it's cool to, yeah, be asked to do it. Yeah. And, you know, and the guy, uh, what's his name? Uh, Brandon. I, I don't know. I don't know if you know him very well, but he's, he's been on too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So I, I, I want to start off here, man. Uh, when was the first time you got drunk? Do you, do you remember that? Uh, I like drank uh, a little bit here and there, but I, th- I feel like the first time I really got drunk was I uh, got dropped off at a movie theater by my mom with a girl. And we, I think we saw employee of the month with Dane cook. Uh, and I basically just like drank it in like a, like a crystal geyser full of vodka, basically to myself and just like barfed so much. Uh, that was like the first time I remember being like really, really drunk. And I was probably like 14 or something. Yeah. And it's a, and it makes, it makes Dane cook funnier and Dex she- shepherd, I believe is he's yeah. also in that. Yeah. Yeah. That's Did that- did the girl partake or was it just she was she was drinking as well i think we both i think we both just like overestimated how much we could consume uh it's like a lot of sloppy makeout stuff and then just a lot of like barfing and just like not not a good scene uh yeah i remember like i my mom picked me up and i I like was like stumbling to the car and just like she's like what the fuck like how like i just like got in trouble because i was like obviously like reeked like vodka and was like I actually, since then, I can't drink vodka. Like, I, that's just not, yeah. Not at all. Not at all. No. Oh, I mean, man. like, I've taken like a shot here or there once, but like, only if it's like a pressured situation. Like, I've never, like, even in cocktails, nothing. I don't really like vodka at all. O- only if Dane Cook is like, come on, dude, do yeah, it. Only, It'll be funny. Yeah. Dane Cook themed. <laughs> <laughs> what was, what was the first band that you were in? Uh, first band, well, there was like, me and my brother Elvis, who's also in Fiddler, we uh, we would do like t- talent shows and stuff at our like elementary school. I wouldn't really consider that a band. Uh, uh, but when I was like about eleven, I joined this band called The Dips, uh, which was like a punk band. Uh, my brother wasn't originally in it, but then was in it for most of the time. Uh, yeah, and we uh, like just recorded and played a bunch of shows with like a lot of the old like punk bands like we ended up opening up for like circle jerks and like dickies and you know we actually went on tour with the addicts and stuff like that like just like all the old kind of original west coast punk bands and stuff wow man and was it just just west coast centered tours or would you go all around yeah Yeah, the one tour we did was uh was just kind of a west coast thing and we did like south by southwest one year like a little later on and then we did uh like Lollapalooza like on like a really small side stage at some point also I think that was like 2007 or something, and I was like 15 or whatever it's prime time to be doing Lollapalooza dude yeah everybody knows that that's those are prime Lollapalooza years yeah yeah exactly I think that's like right when it came back like I think because it was gone for like a while I think it was like a touring festival in the 90s and shit and then it was like I think that was like one of the first couple of years when it was like, all right, cool. It's a festival in Chicago again, you know? Yeah. Do you, do you hear that, that, that whining? Is it, is it on my end that, uh, that like, is it, is it from me? Uh, if, if it fine. is, it's fine. We'll, we'll okay. leave it. 
we're leaving all this in, dude. There's no editing. Fuck it. No way. The listeners, if they're true fans, they'll just they'll just keep on listening to it. Yeah, it's probably just my janky equipment. No, it's good. It it gives like a nice ambiance, man. It's like uh, it's it's like a garage, a garage project, you know. Exactly. A garage band project, if you yeah. will. Exactly. <laughs> well, were you when when you started to record? Were you using just at home stuff, or you you didn't move into the studio right away, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I. My dad is a musician, uh, and he uh, he's kind of always had stuff at home. Like he has a little studio at home, but that was a little like unobtainable when I was a kid. But then when I was like in high school, I went to a, like a performing arts magnet high school, uh, and we actually had like a a class called electronic music, which would teach you how to like record music and stuff. Uh, so that's like kind of where I started to actually learn how to do most of that kind of stuff like we learned like kind of very basic like pro tools and then also like this this uh whatever like program called reason which is like kind of like hip-hop like making beats and stuff and and so yeah that's right yeah that's kind of where i started learning how to do that stuff and getting interested in that well uh we get into a lot of trouble as a as a as a high school youth uh yeah i mean not not really i wasn't I mean, I went to a pretty big, like, public high school where there was just, like, a lot of kids, like, going wild all the time. So, like, I didn't necessarily get in really that much trouble. No, I don't. But, you know, still, like, ditched class and did that kind of that kind of stuff, but not, like, any kind of major, like, expulsion level kind of shit. You know, mostly just, like, smoking weed, like, all the time. <laughs> What was it? When was the first time you got high? Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, I well, it was like the same kind of thing with the drinking, where it's like I had done it a couple times, but didn't really. Probably just wasn't inhaling at the time. Uh, and then I, it's really funny. My friend Matt Zuck, who was kind of around at the beginning of Fiddler and stuff, like uh, in like ninth grade, I went to his, like I slept over at his house and like got in the back of his sister's PT Cruiser while she was playing like Axis Bold as Love. And we just like smoking weed, and I just remember we just like putting my head back, like whoa, like it just being like so high, like I could not even. Yeah, that was the first time. I mean, PT Cruisers are where it's at, man. You're supposed to be cruising in that thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. it's in yeah. the name. Cruiser. It's like you can't get more stoner than that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I. I. Some. Sometimes for for people that I ask that question to, they um. They say like, oh, it. it I got high the first time, which is kind of crazy to hear because it, it's not usually the, the rule of thumb there, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I think the first couple of times I smoked weed also was like, like again, I was in that band when I was like eleven, and so like everyone else in the band was like. 13 14 like that when you're trying to start smoking weed and stuff so i was like hanging out with them and like like okay cool yeah i'll take a hit fuck it like whatever that kind of vibe where it's like probably wasn't inhaling probably wasn't doing it right or whatever but like thinking that i did you know like smoking cigarettes and not inhaling that kind of shit just yeah total poser cool kid shit yeah yeah <laughs> you know um it's it's so interesting now that weed is is totally cool it's so illegal but me and you we're from the the age of like weed is so terrible never do it it's the same as any hard drug but yeah. now you can't really say that you know it's, yeah. it's it's kind of in like the it's very way more um 
just popularized and it's like it's 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 fine to be doing it. it's like uh you treat it like alcohol which is just crazy and i wonder how like the kids that are in whatever fourth fifth sixth grade now are dealing with these assemblies like how are they handling that like don't do it but you're gonna do it i, I don't i don't know yeah. <laughs> it's totally weird yeah because it's like you had to buy weed from someone like that's just like so weird like that you can just go to a store or even like vape vape sit where it's like like you could just like vape weed is like such a like if you would have said that like 10 years ago you'd be like what the fuck are you talking about you know what i mean like it's just so crazy that that's like yeah but it's good i mean whatever it's like it shouldn't be that big of a deal it's not any worse than alcohol so it's like what it's just it should be fucking equal playing field you know right exactly i and I, I luckily that's i think that's how people are viewing it now but i mean i don't think dare has a leg to stand on at this point so yeah 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 <laughs> did you did you did you have those those dare i mean those dare assemblies at, at the at the magnet high school uh i didn't no we i mean i'm trying to think if we had anything like that uh not really no yeah, I don't know. I mean, more like elementary school, like that kind of vibe. But yeah, in the high school, I don't think we really did. It was, yeah, it, it, we, I went to a really weird, it's like a humongous high school that was like split up into five different schools, kind of. So it was like, there was like performing arts and then like humanities and then like a community, like fine art and like all these like weird things, like fame or something. Yeah. Well, how, how were you getting to school in the morning? What was the... Uh, was a motor transportation usually i would either walk or get dropped off by my parents or then once my brother drove my brother was a year older than me so he then drove me and then when i got uh, so, yeah my parents were kind of always like around and doing stuff because like my dad works from home and is in music and they're pretty like younger parents and pretty involved in like a lot of the shit that we were doing so we were pretty like close growing up, which is good. It's it, it's yeah. really great to have a relationship like that with your with your parents that they're yeah. that they're on you. Whether you're drinking at a Dane Cook movie, they'll come pick you up. Yeah, exactly. They would be. Well, that was the shitty part though, is that they like my parents are both like Orange County punkers, and so like any like sketchy thing that I would try to do, they're like, bro, like I've done this already. Like I none of yours like stupid shit like all my other friends had parents who were like okay you can go out and do whatever and completely oblivious didn't know what weed smelled like didn't know any of that shit and it was like we were just getting busted constantly because it was like they just knew every trick in the book pretty much <laughs> was was elvis attending the same high school that you were um when he when you would be because he was a sophomore and you were a freshman yes yeah 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 so he was yeah same high school uh yeah same kind of shit i mean i did like jazz i did jazz shit there and he did more he was like deeper in the electronic music stuff he had started it so yeah but a lot of the same kind of classes yeah yeah and then what uh, do you remember the first show that you that you went to uh i i mean it i think it was I mean, this might, I don't know if it's an actual memory or if it's like through pictures, but like being like young, like four years old, like going to Lollapalooza again, which is what was in LA at the time. Like there's pictures of like my dad, like holding me and my brother, like watching Green Day and like that kind of vibe like at Lollapalooza. So that that's, I think the first show, but I went to a lot of shows and stuff growing up and yeah. 
what were some memorable concerts that you attended and not played? Uh, let me think. Uh, Subway Grade 2 at the Palladium. That was pretty sick. Uh, Subway Grade 2 again on the Pop Disaster Tour. That was pretty, pretty big for us growing up. Um, we went to the Inland Invasion, or the, yeah, Inland Invasion, uh, which was uh, like a pretty cool festival that K Rock put on. It was like all these like old English punk bands playing out in fucking the Inland Empire, which is pretty dope. Like the Buzzcock and I think the Sex Pistols played, and it's like that kind of vibe. Uh, there's one that I we did play my first band, which is probably the most memorable show I've ever played, which uh, was called, I might be mixing it up because maybe this one's called Inland Invasion or something, or it was called some kind of invasion. I forget what it was called, but it was like all these English punk bands playing and we played on this like side stage, but it was like, like, uh, you know, like GB8, like all like hardcore, like exploited, like those kind of bands. And then like a full blown fucking riot happened and it was like this like nazi guy like stabbed this other guy and like like within like seeing all of it and then like riot police came in with tear gas and started tear gassing the entire thing and we had all our gear and merch there and had to like like hang out in tear gas like to wait for it to go away so we could fucking get our gear it was like the most, and i was like 14 or like hey man grab the shirts like government but grab the grab them man we need it literally yeah that's it's important priorities right (laughs) so were you were you always in bands with your brother uh yeah i mean for the most part i i had a couple years like right after high school where i was just more of a touring drummer for people also so there was a couple of tours and things i did with him but like all the kind of major Gotcha. Yeah, I um, it's it's so interesting to to have that relationship with that with a sibling to be playing with them. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty weird. It's like it's definitely it's weird. To, it's just weird to have been playing music with someone for four years. You know, so it's like I'm I'm almost thirty, but it's like I, we've been in bands and playing music for twenty years. Yeah. You kind of, you kind of cutting out a bit. Is it is it your is it your? I'm I'm so sorry, man. Is it your mic? What's this is that better? That's great. That's so great. This, yeah, when I try to get all fucking high fi it's janky as hell. I'm sorry, man. I don't mean <laughs> no, to you're good. Fun. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> this is how all all the shows go. I say, hey, that's not good enough. We gotta. So uh, we're gonna start yeah. right now, actually. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, man. No, that's that, that is really interesting. I I couldn't imagine being in a in a band multiple bands with, with my brother i just couldn't yeah couldn't see it but that's that's great that definitely do you feel that that has strengthened your guys' relationship or kind of bonded you together or kind of separated you in a way yeah uh it i think it goes both ways i think it's like you know it sometimes can get hard uh like separating you know because it's it's also weird when you tour as much as we have like in the past, it's like you, you know, you go on tour for six months out of a year. It's like when you get back, it's like, I don't want to see any of you guys. I don't want to like talk. And, you know, and they can kind of sometimes be weird when it's like your brother instead of just like your friend, like Brandon or Zach or whatever. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's up and down. It's like, we've figured out it's like, you know, like any kind of relationship and just, especially with this whole like quarantine stuff, it's been weird, you know, extra. Cause I just haven't really seen him that much or, you know, so, but. Which is good because you, you guys hate each other. Right. I mean, that's, that's. Yeah, weird. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't. It, yeah. We're going to start hanging. We, I got the first vaccine dose ready to go. He got the first vaccine dose. We're going to be kicking it pretty soon. Good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. When did So when did you join Fiddler? Were you still in high school at this time? Uh, no, I was just out of high school. I think I was like in, uh, I met Dagger uh, at like a party through Elvis. They were working on a day together and then we just started hanging out and then I think 2010 uh, we started like playing parties and stuff and yeah. Uh, yeah so yeah that's and then and then I was doing those tourings that touring stuff uh, like I was gone for a little bit and then our and Dan played drums for a while and then once I kind of like quit that band it was like all right let's full-on do this all the time because it was pretty like it was pretty like i'll play a show this weekend and then a month later we'll play another show it wasn't like consistent enough to like do full-time really so yeah so that so the the first shows were like what like house parties and whatnot yeah the very first show was actually at a skate park in culver city uh like at this like bike ride it was like a stop of a bike ride uh and we just set up on like this grass and like daisy chain from one outlet like all the amps and stuff uh so that was pretty dope uh and yeah and there's a lot of house parties and stuff like at that time it seemed i'm just old now so i don't really know about house parties anymore like i just feel like oh house parties never happen anymore i'm sure they do happen i'm just like old dude but like it seemed like there was always like a house party going on and and we would uh yeah we played a lot of them like all the time it's like basically if anyone asked us we play what was the wildest shit you've seen at a house party? Uh, we played um, this like one on New Year's uh, and this like girl took a shit off of this trailer while we were playing. I didn't see it happening, uh, but like it was like we were set up in front of this trailer and then she I think she was like a performance artist or something. And she, her performance art was to pin shit or something and like so she took this shit off this trailer and everyone was like what the fuck is going on like i didn't see it but they were like this girl was shitting off of this trailer while you were doing it and so yeah and that was that was pretty nuts and just yeah i think we also bought molly off of a dude from that, that new year's twitter like hey is that what happened some guy named stony danza or something on on twitter was like yeah roll through i got some pills okay <laughs> so <laughs> sketchy it's, it's like when did you when did you get into like uh harder drugs like that like uh kind of leaving smoking weed and going into other stuff i'll be about that I never like got really super deep into anything. I mean, I just used mostly smoked weed back in the day, but like kind of like right after high school, beginning of Fiddler stuff is when we kind of were doing 
little more rowdier stuff like that. But yeah, it never really, I never really had like a, like a phase of like going kind of deep down that rabbit hole. Right. Were you, would you, um, would you smoke weed with Elvis? Like when you guys were before being in, in Fiddler and stuff? Oh yeah. 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 Big time. <laughs> were you, uh, were you, did you smoke weed first or did he smoke weed first? Uh, I think it was kind of a pretty similar amount. I think, I mean, we had like a lot of the same friends in high school and I had kind of friends in my grade, but then I hung out with the friends in his grade a lot too. And it seemed like everyone was pretty much smoking weed. So, yeah. Did you guys ever get rolled for doing it by your parents? Uh, Oh yeah. hundred percent. And, but we, we would always like have little, like, like, things like where it's like oh that was like our friend zuck or whatever we like blame it on our friends that we kicked it with all the time which is like the didn't make any sense because then they'd be like all sketched out if we were hanging out with them uh but yeah i mean it was like a couple times we got busted but you know it's pretty easy to get some visine and you know you're good yeah but they're, they're from orange county man they 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 know which ends up around there yeah <laughs> yeah exactly did you did you have a job but like while like, like uh not, not a in music at all but like a a regular job in the beginning yeah. of fiddler not at the beginning of fiddler because i i was just still living at home i didn't end up going to college so i was like kind of just being a little fucker at my parents house like kicking it uh i mean i did i did go on tour pretty quickly after high school but um I had a couple jobs in high school. I like worked at a movie theater in West LA called the landmark, which was cool. And I worked actually worked at the Hollywood bowl as like an usher showing people to their seats and stuff for a summer. Um, those are kind of like the two big jobs outside of music that I've had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, just getting shit faced, just Pretty. asking people to, to put on uh, <laughs> what, what, whatever it was called that, that Dane cook. Oh yeah, yeah. Employee of the month. Good luck, Chuck. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or no, no. Did you? Or no, no. It wasn't good luck, Chuck. It was uh, employee yeah. of the month, right? Yeah. I mean, Dane Cook has so much, has so many good films. You know, it's just, it's hard yeah. to, it's hard to just pick one. Man, I fucking crushed that first Dane Cook CD when I was like eleven. Like, I listen to that all the time. He's funny, dude. He is funny. Yeah. His I, I, revi- I revisited it and it's not as good as I remember as a 11 year old, but it's, yeah, it was pretty funny at the time. It was catering to my comedic needs. Well, shit, dude. I mean, I, I was, I was going to go back and listen to some, but I guess it's not worth it. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple, there's a couple bangers in there, but I would say it's, it's like, you know, top tier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh what was the first fiddler song you uh you were you recorded with with the uh, band i don't even know um first one i recorded with them maybe no ass i think which is a like an early one um because i think a lot of those first recordings were like uh elvis and zach just like at the studio that they were working at and then like later on we zach and brandon moved to this house that had a studio in that's where we did the first record so that's kind of when we started more recording as a band but uh i think no ass i recorded 
at my parents' house with Elvis. So I think that was probably the first one. <laughs> yeah, that's and it's a it's a good one. I I, yeah. I do I do like that song. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. How how long was the uh, recording process for the first album? Uh, I can't. I think it was like it was definitely a couple months. Like my brother was graduating college and kind of just like coming on his days off and like after school and stuff. And then we were just kind of over at Zach and Brandon's, or at least I was over there like all the time and just like working on shit. Uh, yeah, I think it was like a two or three month period. Um, yeah, cause we had kind of like gotten a deal. And so I think we work good when we have like a deadline. So it was like, you have to fucking finish it by this time. So we were just like, all right, cool. Crank out, you know, all these songs and yeah. It was a fun time though, for sure. Who was who was setting this deadline for you? I think it was the label. I think it was like the because we had we had like signed with them, mom and pop, and they were just like, "All right, cool, let's get to get like into production and have, you know, because then you start booking a tour, and then that you have to have the record by the tour, and then you know, like all that shit kind of ends up happening, and you have to get you start getting like, all right, gotta finish it by this, and give it to a mixer, or you'll try to mix it yourself, and it'll sound like shit, so then you'll give it to a mixer. And then, yeah, so that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, what? How how long after you finished uh, production on that did you go on the first tour? Uh, let me think. So, I think, I think we maybe finished recording. I can't remember the exact timeline of it, but I think it was like we uh, probably finished in like early summer or something and then did a couple like little runs and then went on like our first big u.s tour which was like opening for the hives i think like in that fall of that year in like 2012 i think wow yeah, yeah. and then the record came out technically in january i think of 2013 wow man that's that that's crazy so how, how was that first tour how how did you feel about it it was awesome. It was like, I grew up loving the hives and like, they're just like the dopest dudes also. Uh, and it was just really cool. Cause they like, there was no like back channel connection there or anything. It wasn't like someone like knew their manager or whatever. Like they literally got like a list of like bands and just were like, yeah, like Nick, the guitar player is just like, yeah, I just listened to every single band on the list and I liked you guys the most. So I just took you on this tour and we're like, damn, that's sick. And, they're just like actual like old punkers like they just know all the like punk history like everything and like liked hanging out and kind of showed us the ropes of touring and stuff because they were like obviously like in a bus and whatever but like we were just like in a van like you know like getting one hotel room for like five people and doing all that and yeah they're fucking it was so sick like they're they're the shit i love that band so much so you you were in the van they were in the tour bus yeah yeah did you did you rent the van we actually with our first advance with the advance uh that we got for the first record we just basically took all of it and then bought uh a van so yeah we had we still have it somewhere it's like completely destroyed but yeah yeah we've like done every every tour that we did in the van we did in that one so wow did you guys ever ever do the, the the tour bus or were you just strictly van when you're driving we've done uh yeah the tour bus a couple times uh 
it's useful when you are playing a lot more shows and it, and you have a little bit more crew members because like you don't it actually ends up being cheaper than getting like everyone a hotel room and all that um but yeah it's cool i i i kind of prefer the van a little bit just because there's a aspect of like when you're in a tour bus you like well there's there's pros and cons you get like you get more of a more time in an actual city because uh, you you travel at night while you're sleeping but there's something like fun about kind of like getting up in the morning getting in a van and then like traveling and seeing everything and like going to actual like you know like gas stations and like getting out of the van smoking a cigarette or like you know going and getting some chips like being out and kind of seeing everything is like definitely a different experience than just like waking up and you're at the loading dock of a venue and you're like all right i guess i'll go get some coffee somewhere or whatever you know they're yeah. both cool though but yeah yeah well, um wait so when you guys were doing the 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 van thing were you guys all taking turns driving yeah yeah we do like i think like four to six hour shifts and then would just be like whoever like uh kind of like whoever is well once we got a tour manager we'd make the tour manager drive up to the shows but like we'd be like we'd be like who's gonna be the you have to be sober tonight to drive after the show or whatever right it'd always be this kind of like you know trying to fight to not be that dude at the end of the show having to drive it's like nah man i'm way too fucked up dude i just yeah yeah exactly. I, I just had a fifth of a uh, of, of vodka in your case right and you're you're just like yeah, yeah i'm too yeah. i'm too gone a, a crystal geyser of vodka <laughs> Did you, do you feel that that really connected you guys as a band in in those those beginning years in the tour van of just you guys driving so i mean yeah it's a it's a lot it's a lot of time together for sure uh and i think like early on we also just said yes to everything so like we were touring pretty much constantly for like five years uh which is like it can get a little like exhausting you know it's like it's fun and you know you're getting to see the world and getting to travel and do all this rad shit but it, it, after you know the fifth time of going to london or going to like these places that you like dream about going when you're a kid you're just like I okay I get it and I want to like like just sleep in a bed and hang out with my cat you know like be a normal person so I think on like later on down the the line with our band we've kind of figured out how to balance it a little bit more but I think it's, it's hard because when you're starting out you need to kind of do that to just even gain a following and to get people to care you have to like keep showing up and keep doing it you know yeah, definitely. Dad, have, so did you have any experience prior to to going on, on, on the I mean, in the continental US? Did you have you seen a lot of states before that? Or was it just like a new thing? Like, oh, I'm in whatever, Rhode Island. Yeah, I've actually never been to Rhode Island, which is never. Yeah, weird. It was one of the one of the few states I haven't been to. Um, but no, I will because I had done I had done a couple tours like right before doing the full Fiddler thing. So that I, I was kind of me and, well, I guess Brandon too. Brandon was touring in like Rooney and stuff, which I'm sure he told you. Oh uh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So I'm, we I'm, I'm a big like, Rooney fan, man. I I brought it up first to say, hey, you know what? Let's talk about Rooney. <laughs> and then we yeah. got around to Fiddler like way, way, way later on. Yeah, just a lot of Rooney content. Yeah, uh, which is good. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, but I guess we were like the seasoned vets of touring because we had done a couple tours before. But uh, yeah, I mean, but that was like really the most like yeah exploring and kind of like going out and doing stuff because at the other at the end of the day it's like when you're touring with another band like that you're kind of like hired to be in it's not really like the same vibe as like being like all right we're just all doing this together and it's like fuck it you know let's let's go drive to this fucking swimming like this lake or whatever and go like jump in and like hang out and do that kind of stuff and that that's like definitely the most fun part about touring is like the weird days off where you go like all right what's the coolest thing in 100 miles of this place let's go fucking do that like just go you know get drunk and swim in the lake or something where was some cool cool shit that you saw or or where where was some places that you went that you liked on those Uh, off days yeah um let me think yeah i mean a lot of like swimming like in weird places like i remember like one time we were in like oregon and we found like this creek and we just like swam in this creek and that was pretty dope and a lot of a lot of things like also like overseas like in australia one time we went on this like insane hike that was like to this like crazy waterfall in like the middle of like this rainforest in australia that was like dope where you're just like this is crazy shit that's like i don't never thought i'd be able to do stuff like that but yeah it's always just kind of random stuff my my brother and and brandon are like kind of the like trip advisor like let's figure out, let's plan. I'm just kind of like the, all right, tell me where we're going and let's go, you know? And so, yeah, they always kind of find cool shit to do. Yeah, definitely. When, when was the, what was the first European tour that you guys went on? When was that? I think, uh, when was the first European tour? Um, I think it was England first. I'm trying to think who, we just went, we went there a lot like in the first I think yeah I think it was it was mostly England uh and like maybe Paris I think and then we uh yeah we just played like all these like tiny little clubs uh it was sick like London is always like one of the most fun cities we play in just because the kids like go off and it's like just rad um and that that's a place we've gone a lot to where it's it's cool to see like the just growth of it too. Whereas like, I think we played like a, like 200, you know, people could fit in this like tiny little bar. And then it's just like, every time we go back, it's like a bigger place, which is rad. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that sounds really cool, man. What, uh, how is it different? What, what, what are the key aspects that are different from touring in Europe or anywhere overseas as compared to the U S yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think um, it's weird because, like, I I feel like our shows are kind like kind of baseline, like have like an energy and like a feeling to them, where it's like it's not like I I, I feel like some bands kind of have different experiences in a bigger city and a smaller city, where it's maybe people will be crossing their arms or getting into it and dancing a little bit, and like our shows are just fucking nuts pretty much all the time. Uh, so it's it feels, I mean, it's, it's, 
but there's definitely like certain towns that have like an energy like chicago is always like just nuts for some reason and london's always just nuts for some reason pretty much all of australia's nuts all the time so i think it's just the drunker they get the the better it is usually yeah which is good it's good for you it's good for the for the audience yeah have you are you able to play drunk like very like just out yeah out there yeah 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 <laughs> yeah i mean there's like a i i know like my limits with it but yeah i can i can play pretty drunk and and it sounds good sounds normal oh, to me yeah <laughs> yeah i mean we've also been playing a lot of the same songs for like 10 years now almost and it's is a lot of it's like very like just muscle memory. I could play it like just you know my eyes closed pretty easily. So, what what songs are the ones that get the kids most most energized? Have that you've noticed? Uh, probably cocaine and cheap beer are probably the big the big ones. Uh, or and this song punks is also. Any kind of like the loud, ragey songs, usually the kids go pretty crazy for. Do, yeah. do, do you guys, did you guys used to switch up the set list, like ending on cheap beer or starting with cocaine or reverse? Or yeah, was it just the same? We've, we've messed with it a little bit and tried different things. There's, there's definitely like, we kind of found like, like these groups of songs that work good because you kind of got to get a flow of fast fast kind of poppier slower song then bring it back up and then bring it back down whatever that kind of stuff um we've experimented with it but yeah i mean cocaine is usually the last song and cheap beer i think is usually the first song so yeah because that's like a pretty good just opener oh, opener and closures finish yeah. strong right yeah so i i want to talk about modern world man how, how did this come about? When, when did you start this project? Oh, uh, yeah. I've just been writing songs for a long time. And we're kind of like, Fiddler is kind of just in this, we're starting to figure shit out now, but it's like we haven't really uh, been working on stuff. And so like I have, I just have like all these songs from years and years of working on shit. And I kind of was just like, I just want to release some of this shit because it's like I have so much of it and so I kind of like hunkered down and finished and like kind of reworked and mixed and you know that did all the shit during the quarantine because I was like I have all this free time I'm just chilling at home anyways let me pick I don't know whatever 10 songs and just like finish them and make it like a thing and so yeah yeah it's it sounds great man it's it's kind of a I wouldn't say a huge deviation from from fiddler but it's, it's definitely your own stuff which is awesome man yeah thanks yeah it's uh yeah it's fun it's like i don't know i just it's a fun project for me because i like actually don't have any expectations with it it's like i don't like i there's no label there's like i don't have a manager with it or whatever it's like there's literally no like i don't care what happens with it i just completely like i just i made this shit that i think is cool so i'm just gonna put it out and whatever it's like doesn't matter so it's, it's actually a kind of a fun way to make music like that yeah very very free very just no yeah no, it's just like uh, fuck it yeah it's like you can like it you can listen to it you probably won't listen to it so it's all good it's like <laughs> and they should these the the, the the people should they should they should definitely listen to it but uh are you 
are you well versed in other instruments? Are you are you playing all the instruments on this album? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I've been I kind of uh, I had like my brother show me a power chord when I was like twelve or thirteen, and then I basically just kind of learned how to play guitar and do all that. And yeah, that's it's all me. And yeah, it's just a lot of sitting and watching YouTube videos of how to do shit and record and do all that. And so yeah. You just kind of slowly learn more and more and you get more gear and you get shit and yeah. That's that's awesome, man. That's that that's really great. Going going back to Fiddler's discography, do you how do you feel the the third album was received by the fans? Because it was it was a it was a departure from from the the normality that was set for the first two. Yeah, yeah. How do you, yeah. How do you how do you feel people I think so. I think it? people liked it and some people didn't like it. It's just, I think we got to a point where we were just like, you know, like we don't like, there's just this pressure to make the first record, the first record again. And uh, I love the first record. I love all that stuff, but it's like at a certain point, you just got to start trying some shit and doing whatever. And I think we were all at a place where it was just like, let's just have fun and not like kind of in the same way that I was saying, where it was like, it's just like, who cares like about it? Let's just make what we want to make and try some shit. And I think it, I love that record and I had a great time making it. And it's like, you know, some people are not going to like it. And you just learn that it's like, it doesn't fucking matter. It's like, you can't, everyone, it, you, people are either going to be bummed that you made the first record again and you're not changing or doing anything new or people are going to be bummed that you're not, you know, it's like, it's either or. So it's like, well, you just learn to go compartmentalize it and go all right cool we're just gonna make art and fuck it who cares right make the things that you want to make for sure yeah and, and the yeah. people who like it like yeah. it yeah yeah definitely yeah and a, and a lot of the songs too i think like translate different live where like maybe there's it's more of a studio vibe on the record but like live it when it translates into like our set like songs that I didn't even think like kids would go off on, like they like go crazy on off that third record. So it's, it's interesting to kind of see that also. Yeah, definitely. Um, has there, has there been a moment on while touring that you and Elvis have just gotten to a huge blowout fight? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I'm not, assuming so. Yeah. Not, I mean, I don't think no, no like relationship ending kind of fights, but yeah, I mean, like fucking bickering, pushing each other, like potential for a fist fight vibe kind of thing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it has to be like that because anybody who, who, know, who has siblings could understand that. It's just like if you're on each other's. Yeah, you know, I mean that's been that's been since we were fucking three years old. You know, it's like just whatever. But yeah, it's it's all good though. We we figure it out. Yeah, that's that. I mean that that is that just amazes me, man. Because I couldn't. I mean, I love my brother Zach. If you listen, I I, I love you, buddy. <laughs> but I, there's just no way I could I could do that with him. You know, and what's that's the, it. What's the age difference of you two? Same as basically same as you two two years. Oh, uh, okay, apart, cool. So yeah, yeah. right 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 there yeah are you guys into the same shit yeah man we used to well realistically he, um him and a, fr a friend of a friend of his and a, and a friend of mine shay got me into all this music shout out to oh, shay okay. 
and and my brother you'd be like listen to this listen to this listen to this and uh i mean we would come see fiddler you know go to beach goth all these different uh music so yeah he i mean he really got me into all this music but there's just there's just no way that that, that would yeah that would go yeah. down like that smoothly. It's, a big, it's a big commitment being spending that much time together <laughs> especially I, i'm seeing him more now obviously because we live in the same house and it's just like what what's up man you know <laughs> yeah yeah and as, yeah. as as you know it's different when you when you get when you get older you know yeah totally yeah less less bickering but it, i it's it, it's good and i i do love the guy but there's no way that we could do it what you guys do yeah yeah well we had we had some practice to uh doing you know the bands before and all that too so sure yeah Man, that's that, but that that again, that that is that that's is really important to have a, a bond with your brother, yeah, or, or totally. sibling sibling in any, in any case, you know. Yeah, yeah, totally. What were what what are some uh some some moments while you were playing that really stand out to you? Like whether it be from the audience or what you were doing, yeah, anything that really stands out to you? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's like definitely like shows that are pretty nuts um we played uh australia this last time the last time we were there at this festival called splendor in the grass and that was pretty nuts like we had a pretty great slot where we like played on this big like on the big stage when the sun was going down and it was just like a fuck ton of people and we had kind of had like a couple songs on the radio over there from the last record that like that like for some reason like all these kids really like dug and it was like i don't know it just was like a it was a trip to see that many people like just so stoked and australia's just fucking they're just like that also i i love australia um yeah that and then us playing the palladium also was pretty big for me because it's like that is like a venue i grew up going to and seeing kind of the bigger shows and stuff and so it was pretty pretty trippy to like play there and yeah, there's like certain things. Massey Hall, we played one time. We went on tour with the Pixies, which was pretty, all those shows were pretty fucking nuts. And like, able to do that. I don't think the Pixies fan base necessarily loved us, but it was like a pretty cool experience to like, just like hang out with the Pixies and fucking see them every night. And yeah, it was nuts. Yeah, that, that, that sounds insane. <laughs> very, very special. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, totally. Like once in a lifetime crazy shit, you know. It's like very weird. Yeah. Man, I I, th- I feel like people, I mean, the pieces are well known for definitely, but they they got a lot of a lot of stuff that's like, whoa, like this is it's these are just great songs, you know, yeah. that, that people kind of overlook. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And they're just fucking great life. Like it's just a it's like one of those bands where i would like pay money if they were in la to go see them play you know which is like pretty rare because i just am constant i mean nowadays after the quarantine i'd probably go see any anyone play live music just to go out to a venue but like when you're back from tour you know the last thing you kind of want to do is go to a music festival or fucking go see a band live yeah oh definitely yeah, definitely. Uh, when you when you get done with like a tour, do you kind of take a break from drinking? You're like, I just need to to step back from this for a second. 
So, Max, you still there? Uh, yeah, I oh, think yeah, so. I mean, yeah, there's like ebb and flow with it. I, 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 oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think so. I, there's, uh, definitely kind of try to, I, the older that stuff. Um, so, yeah, trying to just kind of like temper it a little bit. I, I quit smoking cigarettes like a couple years ago and I don't really smoke weed anymore. So, it's like I'm trying to like, you know, figure my shit out and turn 30. I'm just like, I need to fucking figure it out. But yeah, well, who fucking knows? I, I still drink a lot though. So, <laughs> what was the uh, deciding factor to, to lay off the weed and, and quit the cigarettes? Uh, I'm really bad with, oh, I'm really good at smoking weed. So I'll just smoke weed all day, like every day. And like I can do anything stoned. And then you just get to a point where you're like, you know, like I, the way that I always describe it is like I would get like paranoid that the dude at the sandwich place thought I was weird because I was ordering the same sandwich that I ordered last week. Like You just get paranoid about stupid shit and like all these like menial tasks become like this like massive thing. And I was like, I just have like fucking all wigged out all the time. And so I just need to not fucking do that. Um, and so I can't, and I can't like smoke at night and just like hang out because if I because I my day is pretty much get up come into the studio and work on music. So I'm just always like, all right, cool. Well, I'll just smoke weed uh, pretty much first thing with my coffee. And then it just turns into this whole fucking thing where I just like, just better to just not. And then, yeah. But I, I mean, I, I love smoking weed, but just the bet, the cut, the, the cons started to outweigh the benefits of it. So I was just like, you know, put the bong down. I love that you said I'm really good at smoking weed. I, I, I like that, man. Yeah. I, I like yeah. that confidence in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, I mean, I could do a, I could go drive, do errands, fucking take a meeting, fucking do whatever. It's like none of that shit. Like people like are like, have like, I don't understand how you can do that and smoke weed. I was like, I could do anything and smoke weed. Like pretty sit it, sit and drive for six hours in a tour van while smoking a cigarette and smoking a joint and drinking coffee. It was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's awesome dude that's yeah that, that's it's a good skill to have you know yeah whether you use it or not you just got to be well well versed yeah in these yeah things. i had a lot of practice so <laughs> that's awesome man well listen dude i like to wrap this up with some promos so the people can find modern world on all streaming platforms right yes yeah yeah awesome and you can find fiddler's music at uh momandpop.com that's where you that's where you can find it right uh i think so yeah i don't we don't i don't know what the fuck's going on with our we don't have a website anymore and we don't really have social media so i don't yeah it's on streaming somewhere i don't fucking know <laughs> you could yeah you could find it on all streaming platforms and yeah i appreciate yeah. you, could, you and, could find the hard copy still at mom and pop okay got it yeah there you go you know better than i do and i also on my instagram i release music all the time so you can just just see and my soundcloud too yeah yeah, shout, yeah, yeah. Shit. tell them tell them tell them what the uh, instagram is I, it's just Maxwell Adam. That's it. And then I think that I think it's the same for SoundCloud. And I just I'll just every once in a while release a song or whatever on there. So yeah. Great. Yeah. And definitely and definitely check out Modern World. It's great, man. And cool. and, and keep keep an eye out for the new Fiddler stuff that's 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 in the works. Right? Oh yeah. Oh, All yeah. right. Awesome. Dude, thank you so much for being on, man. I really appreciate it, dude. Yeah, no worries, man. All right. I'll I will I will I'll talk to you in a second. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs>